Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today we're joined by intimacy expert to millions, Susan Bratton. Susan is the co-founder and CEO of two corporations, Personal Life Media, which is a publisher of heart-connected lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills, and The 20 LLC, a manufacturer of organic and botanical supplements that enhance vitality. Today, we're talking about the essential foundations for sexual health and intimacy and overall wellness. Susan shares her journey and her expertise with us, and her openness leads to some spicy conversation. Susan, welcome to the podcast. Julie, you know, I'm so happy to be here. You and I have known each other for a few years now, and so it's finally time for us to get together and talk about some juicy stuff, and I'm looking forward to it. I I can't even imagine what you're going to ask me, so I'm just excited to be here. Well, I have so many possibilities, <laughs> so it's going to be so much fun and such a treat for, for listeners because this is definitely a different kind of episode. We are really not going to talk about gluten today. Um, we <laughs> Good, because I don't eat any. It's we, dead I to me. <laughs> and now that we've established that, mm-hmm. we have much juicier things to, to dig into. And as you know, I said before I hit record, I've been a a, a big fan. I love oh, what you're doing. I sweet. know Thank you. how important it is um, for for all of us for wellness and at any yeah. age. Yeah. Um, but you're just such a, a bright shining light. And I, the one oh, piece I don't know is you know how did you become the intimacy expert to millions? Like how how does that happen? Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Well, it's really my second career because I'm in my 60s now. And I've been doing this for a couple decades. Um, And it's my second career. What happened was my husband and I were very, very successful Silicon Valley couple at in the internet web 1.0, the beginning of the internet. Um, And we'd been married for 11 years. And on our anniversary evening, I had two gin martinis. And I said, babe, we're like platonic. We're not connected. This is no good. And he said, yeah, um, it's, I don't know what we should do here. We're so disconnected. And what had happened in all honesty, hindsight 2020 was that I had been um, having sex with my husband for a dozen years. And by sex, I mean intercourse. And I had never had an orgasm. And, you know, you can only tell yourself for so long that it's nice to be close to each other and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. But if you are not really having the same level of experience as your male-bodied partner, you become resentful. And I had gotten to the point where I would I could think of a million things, a million reasons why I couldn't have sex with my husband. I just didn't want to do it anymore. And so... 
He had tried to compensate by having an affair. He had had serial affairs, and I didn't even know that at the time he'd hit it so well. He was trying to compensate for having a sexless, being in a sexless marriage, but loving me and loving our daughter and loving our life. But over time, he emotionally really checked out of the relationship. And so I was like, what what are we even doing here? This is not my idea of marriage. And he's like, this is not my idea of marriage either. (laughs) So we went to uh, some therapists and, you know, I had had a lot of abuse from my stepfather as a child, sexual abuse. I had a lot of trauma from that. And I I also had a childhood that was um, very insecurely attached. Mm-hmm. My parents were doing the best they could do, the gentle and delicate souls they were. And uh, often I was taking care of them. They weren't taking care of me. And so the combination of the sexual trauma, the divorces, the instability, I just really had never learned how to love fully. I had a guarded heart with my husband And we did not know how to have satisfying sex together for me. And so we said, we got to fix this stuff. So I did therapy to really kind of move through the trauma and get to forgiveness and understanding and remember who I was before these things happened to me, how to stay present during lovemaking and not dissociate. And we also started taking sex workshops. We also did a lot of personal growth. We did Tony Robbins. We walked on fire. We did all kinds of things to really grow up. And we were in our early 40s at the time. And a lot of people think to themselves, oh, God, by the time I'm 40, my sex life will be over. When you're young, you think that's old, you know, and when you're old, you look at that and you're like, I was, we were such babies back then. (laughs) We didn't know anything. And we saw our friends' marriages dropping like flies. We saw them all getting divorced and we knew it wasn't money because we were all doing very well in the Silicon Valley. We all had jobs. It was sex for sure. So we started going to these sexuality workshops because we're the kind of people who are like, if it's broken, let's fix it. We can figure it out. We believe we can learn anything and figure anything out. And we were really committed to staying together because I, I told him, I love you. I could never do better than you. And he's like, I feel the same. We just have to fix this problem. We started going to sex workshops and it was, I mean, Julie, it was nearly instantaneous. We started getting the skills we needed to do what I now call crossing the gasm chasm, closing the orgasm gap that Dr. Lori Mintz so eloquently defined in her TED talk about how easy it is for our male-bodied partners to have satisfying climaxes from intercourse and how difficult it seems to be for women to achieve it. Well, it turns out that all it is is a learned skill. All women can have not only orgasms from intercourse without even touching the tip of the clitoris, but you can learn 20 different kinds of orgasm techniques. And so when we realized how easy it was, my husband and I both being tech people said, oh my God, who's going to get naked, spend five grand and go to a sex workshop? Hardly anybody, but who's going (laughs) to, just us, but who's going to digitally download audios, videos, and eBooks online from anywhere in the world to have kind of like a workshop in a box, couples learning program, and even singles learning programs, techniques, and things like that. Pretty much anybody, anybody that's a sexual seeker that cares about their sex life, which is not everybody, by the way, but lots and lots of people. And it comes down to the fact that 
Number one, we're taught about uh, in when, what we're taught about sex is pro- procreation, mm-hmm. uh, STIs, things <sighs> like that. Some minimal you. anatomy, <laughs> right? It's mostly scare tactics, exactly. <laughs> um, it'll scare you off of wanting sex, and then there's all the religious repression, shame, guilt, you know, all of those kinds of things. Then there's the just no good models. There's porn and movies, and they're both terrible at depicting the kind of sex that especially us female-bodied people need to have. So um, when we realized how easy it was, we said we fell in love with each other. Our sex life was on fire. We rekindled everything. We've had, we just went through this incredible renaissance in our relationship. I finally had the kind of satisfying sex that I had wondered if people were just faking or lying. I can remember feeling these paranoid feelings like, what if people are just lying about it and it's not even true? This it's is true. How it is. <laughs> if you are one of those people who hasn't yet had the kind of sex that feels, oh God, effortless, you're confident, you don't have performance anxiety, you know your body will give you incredibly satisfying experiences, you feel like you're good at being pleasured and pleasuring, you can drop in, your heart is open, you're connected to your partner, you're looking forward to the next date you have with them. Um, When you get to that point, it's really a foundation of learned skills that get you there. Well, where where do you learn those? That's what we decided to do was start basically a publishing company, publishing the work of many of the teachers whose workshops we went to. And then over the last two decades of me just learning everything about female and male pleasure. And what I really think I do well is I actually explain to guys what their female-bodied partners need, explain to women what their bodies need, let women know that there's nothing wrong with them, they're not broken, it's not their libido, except in the cases where it is, which is because of poor health. Because your health and your libido are two sides of the same coin. If you don't feel well, you don't have a libido. So that's really about energy, nutrition, exercise, hormone balancing, all those things, but it's not just your hormones. And a big part of why in menopause, especially women go through this time when they're like, I just have no libido. It's partly because we have had mitochondrial decline, we've had hormone loss, we've had loss of nitric oxide, we have inflammation, we have atherosclerosis, we have cognitive function dysfunction from often gluten. We we have all all of these things that have kind of piled, piled up and they've layered on and they've taken us down. But add to it the fact that for most of us women, we've been having sex at the pace of our male-bodied partners. We've been having man-style sex, (laughs) and it doesn't serve us. And so if there's one thing that I want to do in this world, it's explain to men how to make love to women the way we need it done, and to explain to women that they're not broken, they can orgasm from intercourse, from all kinds of things, and that they are simply learned skills, but that we have a much slower arousal ladder. We're not instantly horny. We're not always turned on. We're not driven to masturbate every day. Like our male body partners, we don't get an erection in two minutes. We get an erection in 20 minutes. It's as important for us to have an erection as our 
male-bodied partners. We've been having sex without being fully erect our ent- almost our entire lives most of the time. So these are the things that once women hear them, they're like, what? Oh my God, I thought it was me. This is what we do. We think it's us. We don't understand. There's nothing wrong with us. So when I get women empowered with the knowledge and the techniques and the understanding that they have a libido, they have desire, they have arousal, they're different things, how to unlock them, what, what we need, boy, women just, our 40s are the honestly the best best time to begin pursuing and expanding our sexuality to move into our female sexual empowerment, to take things into our own hands and say, this is what I'm going to need. Actually, my husband and I, we have this little hash. We've had hashtags before the hashtag was even a hashtag. Um, We call ourselves Team Sweetie. He stopped feeling victimized. He stopped feeling like rejected, shut down. He stopped offering me sex. He started in offering me things that we call small offers, tiny little things we can say yes to, to get us to the point where our male body partners already are. Knowing that we just don't walk around in the world 99% of the time at the horniness level of our male-bodied partners, and that it's nothing to do with us and our desire for our partner. So many women say, I want to want him, but I don't. Oh my God, if I had a nickel for every Mm -hmm. time I heard that, right? So, And I love that that you shared, you know, that you went all those years and and didn't have an or. I've seen so many women, heard so many women say, I've never had an orgasm. Yeah. And and a lot, even alone, they forget yeah. with a partner, you know, yeah. they, and they think they're broken or they're just not made that way, or that's what we do. Yeah. We take it on ourselves. It has yeah. to be us. We have to be broken. Yeah. We're different. And it's like, uh, girl, you are the same as all the rest of us. You got all the same parts. We just got to get them going. And that's why engorgement is literally the Rosetta Stone to all of the (laughs) orgasms that you can possibly have. And then when you know that, when you understand that actually the thing that's going to help you do what I call crossing the gasm chasm, closing that orgasm gap, making it as easy for you to have orgasms from intercourse, from oral, from kissing, from breast play, from using your toys, from all these different stimulatory experiences. As soon as you start to come, you start to come better and better and better. And then you start to come in new ways. Then you're confident. You've got body confidence. You know your body can perform and respond. And things just get on what I like to call the upward pleasure spiral. They get better and better over time instead of swirling down the toilet like most of our sex lives do when we don't know there's nothing wrong with us and that all we need is the right stimulation at the right time. Wow. Okay, we're done. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my mic drop. No, I got more. I got more. I know more, you Julie. do. I know you do. And I just have to, you know, for people that aren't familiar with you, the the just the fact that you're in your 60s blows me away because oh. your your energy and beauty just exudes and and so, Thank you know, you. some things do get a, get better with age for sure. Yeah. Um, but Uh, you know, whether you're in your forties or you're in your fifties or you're in, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, 
It's just like reversing autoimmunity. It's never too late. That's right. Like, don't hold the attitude like I've made it this far without an orgasm or without, you know, truly good sex, and that's fine. Um, you know, because it it just can get better and better and better. And and seeing you with your husband is is just always so inspiring. And you two are so adorable. Um, you know what helped me a lot? A decade ago was, you know, because it was 42 when I started exploring my sexuality. But by the time I was 50, I was having trouble even walking up the stairs. I was so exhausted. My knees ached. My joints ached. I I just was not, I I thought, my God, I'm getting old. And um, I went to my doctor, who's still my doctor today. And he said, you know, I want to do an elimination diet on you. Mm-hmm. I want you to give up dairy, corn, soy, peanuts, eggs, and wheat. Just stop eating those things for the next couple of weeks. And then slowly, I want you to add them back in. Yeah. And within two weeks, I felt better. And as soon as I added gluten in, my joints started aching again. Mm-hmm. Within a couple of months of not eating gluten anymore, I'd had this rash on my butt that always embarrassed me from my 30s. I had right on each side of my butt crack, kind of right on my butt, I had what looked like little little red bumps. And I I mean, I tried topicals, I tried all kinds of things, I, I could never get rid of it. Lo and behold, mm-hmm. within a <laughs> month of stopping gluten, yep. my butt had no more bumps. And I was That's like, oh. got a beautiful butt. <laughs> that was, I mean, and you know, p- part of great sex is feeling great naked and not being sure. embarrassed. Sure. And I'll tell you, that really helped me reverse my aging in my 50s so I that I could sail into my 60s so much stronger. The bummer was I got COVID three times. And the first time I got it really early on, I had the worst long haul. It took me mm-hmm. years to get over it. So I'm still, I literally am still growing my hair back from my yes, COVID viral you and loss. I've every been doing, other woman. <laughs> I've been doing PRP. That's been great. Love I've it. been doing the um, hair lift mm-hmm. and I've been doing the PRP on my face, but I also had a facelift just about three months ago. Um, because when I started getting better from COVID, I said, I've got to get back and start working out because I know that when I work out, I've, I, I just have more libido, more energy, more vitality. I feel prettier. I feel sexier. I, I my sex is better. I've got more stamina. I, I have the energy at night to have sex, you know, all those things. And, uh, I, I lost like 25 pounds. I was, wow. I was skinny fat. I right. was like, I don't know what, I didn't have any muscle sure. by the time I got through all that long haul. And I lost 25 pounds and at 61, I was like, oh, my face isn't going to suck itself back. So I got yeah. it trimmed off and that really helped a lot they too. They did so, a beautiful job. It looks, thank you, you look amazing. A, it was so natural. A, I had one at 52. Okay. And then I had one at 61. My mom did too. She had she had two facelifts and she's 85 now and she's still beautiful. Um, she had two facelifts about 15 years apart. And that's what made me know that that was an okay thing to do. And right. that it, you know, that it that it would work well for me, like it worked well for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the now I'm getting back on my feet again, starting to work out again, and my energy is starting to go up again. I've been having to rest 
rest from getting back after and you three, have to I took careful. three months yeah. to get back going again with my exercise routine. Yeah. And because if you when you redo it, oh God, hard. it has to remodel your whole face. I mean, you can feel the tissue kind of having to grow back in, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty incredible. The, 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 but this is what the body is amazing. <laughs> That's just the point I'm, I'm making, yeah. which is I recovered from gluten. I recovered from COVID. You, I always feel like it's just maintenance, 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 maintenance. You got to nip everything in the bud. You got to keep coming back to your clean eating, your movement, your, you know, you just have to, this is what you have to do to live a vital life. So it's, there's, I'm not glowing because of orgasm power. I'm glowing because of orgasm power plus and, exercise plus <laughs> right. good nutrition. Exactly. Right. I love that. I, I, that's, it's amazing. And, you know, listeners are probably rolling eyes, like really. So we are talking about diet and movement, stress yeah. management. Yes, we are. Yes. And inflammation. Yeah. And yeah. you mentioned and a big one, hormones. Yeah. Um, hormones. You know, yeah. I, I, I had a complete hysterectomy three years ago with oh, an oophorectomy. Um, and so, What's you an know, oophorectomy? the ovaries out. Oh, And mm -hmm. so, you know, went from, you know, not menopausal to boom, you know, menopausal. Are you uh, doing but, bioidenticals? Oh, you absolutely. Yeah. I, what are you I taking? Mean, I, you name it. No, I mean, I, <laughs> name estradiol, estradiol, testosterone, progesterone. I mean, I, I, yeah. I have a great hormone doc I, and, and used to joke because um, I was estrogen dominant, didn't know it until I found functional medicine. And so back when I was still cycling and he added in some progesterone for me, it was life-changing. Yeah. And I used to say all the time, like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to go through menopause without you. I had no idea mm -hmm. how soon <laughs> I would be yeah. going through it. But I, that, if you're managing, and these are you know, we're talking about it regarding intimacy, but same thing, energy, yeah. you know, all the skin organs. Yeah. I mean, it's when we lose our hormones, our body is getting signals like it's time to be done. Yeah. And so, you know, osteoporosis, loose skin, all, all, yeah, all, of, all the things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Muscle we, loss. We need good hormone health and balance yeah. to stay young and, you know, for me to feel better in my fifties than I did in my forties and you yeah. to feel better in your sixties, but you know, yeah. it's, this is what's, what's possible. Um, you know what and, else? What? I still have my period. What? I started doing bioidentical horm hormone replacement in my forties. I started doing estrogen. I started mm -hmm. topping up my estrogen mm -hmm. and then I started adding testosterone and progesterone. And, um, I've, I keep myself topped up. And I just had a six day period and I have them about four times a year. I don't have them every 28 days, but yeah. right with the moon, I had it. I have this stupid little saying, I swear, improve on this. I'm, I'm, I keep saying it. And every time I say it, I'm like, could somebody do a better job of this than, than this? But here's what I say. I say, if she ain't bleeding, she's receding. Because ah, I, I feel that. like if I can, I was a very late bloomer. I didn't get my period till I was almost 18, like wow. 17 years and 11 months. Wow. And then I got my period for the first time. And I just wanted to ex extend my period span. Right. And I did not, because I was topping up my hormones, I didn't go through menopause 
I haven't yet gone through menopause. Now, I have no history of cancer in my family. I have nothing to worry about. All my numbers are fantastic. I have a concierge functional doctor who's got an eagle eye on all my data. I don't, you know, all of this stuff is good. And I'll tell you, I love, not only do I love the estrogen, I wish I could bathe in it. So I, because I do see my skin still thinning, even though I take a lot of it. Um, and I love the progesterone, but what I love the most uh-huh, is the I testosterone. Knew it. <laughs> oh yeah. I love it because I go in the gym and I lift weights and I love that. I'm a barbarian. I feel well, so and good as a barbarian. So many women don't realize, you know, that we need testosterone and we need a, a good do. amount of testosterone to build yeah. muscle. Yes. And for energy and libido. I mean, helps and with libido too. For our clitoral structure. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that I think I want to talk about female anatomy for a second because Let's do it. I think that's really important. One of the things that I think about is I think about this notion of sexual regenerative therapies and treatments. And if you want to have a great sex life your whole life long, it's a combination of three things. It's learning techniques, sexual pleasuring techniques and bedroom communication skills and sexual regenerative therapies. And you can get yourself back to where you were. It's just like using hormone replacement. You can get yourself back to where you were and you can even take yourself to a higher level of optimization. So that's what I would call the biohacking piece of it. So the number one thing is nitric oxide supplementation. Just like you're doing hormone supplementation, you must top up your nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a gaseous signaling molecule that shuttles your blood around in your body to your brain when you're doing your work, to your heart when you're exercising, to your pelvic bowl when you are making love. And because the female genitals, I have this silly little banana that I always like to hold up. Imagine a banana. And now imagine this is your male-bodied partner's penis. <sighs> Cover up half of it. He's half very well endowed. <laughs> well, this is a very that large banana, banana for video banana, use. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, covering up half of the half of that banana is what sticks out in his body. He has 50% more penis that goes inside his body. So now that you're thinking about doubling the size of his penis, or you've got a banana, right? It's the same size. Now peel off the skin and the fruit inside is all erectile tissue. His penis is full of spongy tissue. Just as he can't maintain, gain or maintain an erection, if he's got low blood flow, heart disease, inflammation from insulin dysregulation, too much gluten, sugar, crap. Yep. yep. Right. All that stuff. I'm preaching to the choir. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, that's giving him shrinkage and he's atrophying as he ages, just as we get smaller you know, we're big when we're in our 30s and 40s. And then slowly, we just get smaller and smaller and smaller. If we don't work out our muscles and keep keep our, you know, it's called sarcopenia, we we, we shrink. His penis is shrinking too. His penis is getting shorter and thinner. It's literally shrinking. What no man ever wants to hear. 
and it's <laughs> happening to all of them. And boy, are they good at denial. Uh-huh. They're so good at denial, especially around health issues. So now imagine that all the fruit inside that banana, I take it out and I make it into a circle. So now all that banana is a circle with it comes to a little point at the top. Mm-hmm. That's our our female erectile tissue structures. Yes. We have as much erectile tissue in our vulva as our male-bodied partner does in his entire banana penis. And yet he, he has fast acting hemodynamics that right. he's got an Audi. So you can see it's got a quick hard on. He gets hard very fast. He's got all that testosterone. And he can't hide it. <laughs> and he can't hide it. We have the same amount of erectile tissue, but it's kind of like nooks and crannies. So the issue for us is it takes us 20 minutes of arousal and pleasuring to get into full engorgement or to mescence, get our clitoral hard on, if you will, our clitoral erection. It's actually three systems. It's the clitoral, urethral, and perineal systems that make our erectile. So there's three little systems that have to be engorged. Blood flow has to get there. So by the time we're 50, we have half the nitric oxide production that we had when we were 20. So we can eat a lot more leafy green vegetables. But the problem is that the nitrites in leafy green vegetables have been declining over the years because of monocultures, soil depletion, lack of minerals. And so we're not even getting the same amount that our grandparents and our parents got from their leafy green vegetables. And we need things like beetroot, cabbage, dill, arugula, romaine, chard, bok choy. You know, this is what gives us this nitric oxide, but it's not giving it to us like it used to. And we have less ability to produce it. So this, the down and dirty, super simple, easiest thing you can do to increase your libido and increase your pleasure, pleasure and reverse atrophy and improve your erectile function and your partners is to take a nitric oxide supplement. The nitric oxide supplements are either arginine or citrulline. If you're over 40, the clinical data shows that citrulline is a better pathway for improving nitric oxide oh, production. Good. I'm doing it right. <laughs> Yay. And Yay. let's see, I've got one right here. One of the so what? I have two companies. I have a publishing company yes. and I have a supplement company. I don't yes. know if I've sent you my supplements, but I shall no. make sure I get your address. I make two things. I make one that's called Flow, F-L-O-W. And it. it is it is an organic, it's it's citrulline made from organic watermelon rind, organic spinach powder, and organic pine bark. These and then organic vitamin C from the from a cherry, from a, a bitter cherry. Those are the perfect set of ingredients to produce more nitric oxide for you, which is going to help you with cognitive function. With exercise, with everything, including estrogen production. I just took a full CME class at the A4M longevity event. And uh, Dr. Felice Gersh, have you had her on your show yet? I have. Love her. She's fabulous. She did a whole segment on why estrogen and nitric oxide are twins. They're paired and you need one or you can't have the other fully without the other. So 
Flow, and I'll give you a link. The cheapest place, I always have like a special podcast link. It's Buy Flow Now, B-U-Y-F-L-O-W-N-O-W. That's the place to go to get the organic nitric oxide because most citrulline is made in China. It's white powder made yeah. from corn liquor from pesticide-laden corn. And believe you me, the pesticides do not go away in the production process. No, so and you, corn, you don't you want eat. the corn either. So. You don't want the corn either. Exactly. No. no. <laughs> so that's like your down and dirty thing you must start doing in addition to hormone replacement if you plan to do hormone replacement. And if you don't, still do nitric oxide supplementation. Add it in with your daily multivitamin, multimineral complex, with your, you know, your essential fatty acids, with your magnesium and your zinc. I mean, these are these are your fu- your fundamentals over 40. And most people don't even realize that they're like, oh wow, I just thought it was my hormones. And I'm like, oh no, it's it's, it's your so nitric oxide. Yeah. What's interesting too is that the vagina itself. So the number one issue that women have is because because our function wanes so slowly, constantly as we age, we don't realize how much orgasmic pleasure we are losing until we get it back, and we're like, whoa. Man, I didn't even know how much especially I lost. if you're one of the majority of women who don't experience much orgasmic pleasure to begin with. Yes. I have the the doc I work with. I can't tell you how many times I've heard him ask when he's talking about hormones with a woman, mm-hmm. you know, and it may be somebody I'm working with, so I know a lot about them. And yeah. he'll say, you know, are you experiencing vaginal dryness? And I'm mm-hmm. like, stop asking it that way, because so many women have no idea. Because they're not mm. even active anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just not engaging in sex. So they mm-hmm. have no idea if they're having yep. vaginal dryness. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like, you have to find a different way to word it. You know? How would you word it? <laughs> uh, well, just simply asking, you know, like, have you noticed mm-hmm. vaginal dry? You know, if he doesn't want to get into right away the, mm-hmm. you know, do you know or don't you know? Just gently. Because women will say, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But it's because they don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. And so, and people don't realize, you know, it's not the, with the hormones, and it's the same thing. You know, you talk about all the time with us slow cookers needing to really get ready. But when our hormones are depleting, and yeah. and there is dryness, that also means we were talking about the skin on your face, but yeah, our tissues get thinner. Yes, they do. And and so, you know, it becomes this snowball, but it doesn't need to be that way. That's really right. doesn't need. My mom uses her estrogen cream on her face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I did that for a long time too. I'm, yeah. I was funny. I was thinking about going back to that, especially for my arms. My arms are getting very thin. Um, I when you said <clears throat> if you're a slow cooker and if you're a slow cooker, I would reframe that. We're all slow cookers. If you're in a female body, you're a slow cooker. Oh no, I was quoting you with the slow yeah. cooker. Yeah. 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 And, and I think so, we are all some people it's not really you. Never, it's all of us. It's how design, the well, female body said, works. It, if it, you know, he can instantly get aroused. And if yes. it's taking 20 minutes for our tissues to to achieve erection at the, you know, at that rate, like he, yeah. he's done half the time, you know, unfortunately, they could be done. Right. <laughs> well, the thing is that I want women to hold the line on being penetrated till we're ready. Yes. Uh, because every time you have unsatisfying sex, you're putting another brick 
in the wall of your future sex life. You're just building resentment. And even if you think to yourself, you're rationally justifying, I want, I'll just do it to be close to him. I've got to do it or he'll get grumpy, whatever it is. If you actually just waited and did more foreplay. And by the way, I don't even like the term sex and foreplay because that puts (laughs) all the emphasis on intercourse, that intercourse is the goal. And really that came from the idea that sex was for procreation only and not for pleasure, especially not women's pleasure. So what I want to do is I want people to think about sex as all the things, the kissing, the full body touch, the verbal appreciation, the foot rubs, the body rubs, the breast pleasuring, uh, the yoni massages, yoni being the tantric lovemaking term for the woman's vulva, the yoni massages, the oral pleasuring. All of those things are what we need to actually achieve satisfying penetration where we become orgasmic because they are the things that get the blood flowing into our genitals. And so helping the blood flow with nitric oxide is really, really helpful. It's also super helpful for lubrication because the vagina isn't a gland. It's not a self-wetting thing. It's actually a muscle, a super stretchy, amazing muscle, more like a pocket than a than an inside-out penis, by the way. And uh, so the whole friction, that's not good. Learning no. new lovemaking, stroking techniques is also very important. And uh, on my website at personallifemedia.com, I do a whole series of lovemaking intercourse techniques that go, that expand beyond just this kind of piston thing that men see on porn and think sex is. So it's another thing to start trying some of these new uh, stroking, thrusting, entering techniques so that sex also intercourse becomes more satisfying for us. We owe it to our men to start helping them understand how we need them to make love to us. They want to do it. They just don't know. They don't live in our bodies. Yes. And And nothing gives them man more pleasure than truly pleasuring his woman. I mean, it's really, his number one thing. He'll give up his pleasure for your pleasure. Oh my gosh. And then he won't need to is the bonus. Exactly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the best. And it's, and it's so empowering yeah. for, for both parties, really for the women and the men. It is. It's such a beautiful part of your relationship if you're lucky enough to have a partner. Because I know there are women listening to us that don't have a partner and they're Mm -hmm. like, I'm not even sure if I want one. And I hope that what I'm doing is giving you the confidence to know that when, that if you decide to have a partner, you can get back in the saddle and start to have the kind of lovemaking that suits your body. And the other thing I wanted to say about vaginal lubrication is that because it's not a gland, the way that our vaginas lubricate, the way that we get engorged and our vaginas get lubricated is that blood flows to the pelvis and it seeps through, the blood plasma seeps through the vaginal mucosal lining, all the layers of the vagina skin and wets it. So for women starting flow, starting the nitric oxide supplement, anyone, you can buy mine, you can buy any anything that works for you. Um, they say, oh my God, within 10 days, I was wetter than ever. I was wetter than I have been, you know, since I can't remember when. And that, although how lubricated you are is not technically correlated to your arousal levels, when you are wet, you feel sexier and more aroused. So it's just helpful. 
Um, so that. that's the first line of defense is the, you know, getting the nitric oxide, getting the flow going. The second thing is that there are a couple of next steps you can take. One of them is using an at-home device. It's a vagina device. And the other is that you may want to layer on top of that, stack on top of that, going out and getting FemiWave treatments. And you can stack on top of that getting an O-shot, which is Mm -hmm. PRP. And the other kind of parallel universe is what I call orgasmic cross-training, which is getting the five different types of pleasure toys that stimulate and activate all of the different areas of your vulva, not just the tip of your clitoris, but all the different areas of your vulva, so that you're engorging and awakening all that tissue. It's never too late. It's not. And it's a really nice way to increase your turn on, your arousal, your engorgement, your lubrication, your libido, your desire for sex is to self-pleasure with these five different tools. So I can show you the, the vagina device and talk about it. Um, I could show you the tools, whatever, wherever you want to go from here. I, I'd love to talk to you about how FemiWave works if you want to do any of that, or, or we can skip to something else. Um, I leave it in your hands as to I where want you all go. the things. Do you have three more hours? Um, no, I can come back. <laughs> I would love to have you come back sure. for, for yeah. sure. I, I love the, um, I, because you have so much knowledge and such a beautiful way to deliver, to make people comfortable, even Thank when you. they thought they were uncomfortable. Um, yeah. I, I would love to let's touch on if we can, okay. the, the devices, but, yeah. but, um, like I love just the, the nitric oxide. I, I'm thinking about the listener who, you know, is maybe in that nowhere zone, either they don't have the partner, they don't yeah. have that intimacy right now, and they yeah. don't have the energy. Yeah. Right. And so I want to circle back before we yeah. get into, I, I was joking with a doctor last week about somebody asked me, what's my favorite detox protocol. And I'm like, okay, well, are you drinking water? Are you pooping? Are you moving? You know, we want that. I'm a biohacker too. So we yeah. love the the gadgets and the and the supplements yeah. and the things. But I want listeners to remember where we started, which gut was biome. Di- gut, gut, you know, the diet, the movement, yeah. the sleep. Yeah. You need those foundational things. Yeah. Everything you guys hear me talk about all the time to reverse your autoimmunity is the same with sexual health and increasing pleasure and intimacy. Um, And then beyond that, we've got the master here. So yes, let's, let's talk about tools. I always say that if your poops aren't falling out of your butt and swirling (laughs) down the toilet, like ballerinas start there. Like literally that's the thing. Have you tried, by the way, have you tried that equilibrium probiotic? I I have not. Okay. So that thing makes my poops magic. It's actually a unicorn um, poop now. It's unicorn poop. It comes out sparkle rainbow. I shoot (laughs) sparkles out of my butt now. (laughs) I'm I'm still just on bouquets, so I'm ready to up level. (laughs) Girl, you got to get to sparkle rainbow. Sparkle ponies. We're sparkle ponies. (laughs) So, um, equilibrium is is a probiotic that they developed by taking um, healthy fecal material and basically backward engineering what the bacterial, the symbiotic bacteria were. 
And then turning that into a probiotic. So it's like a fecal transplant, but you don't have to have a fecal transplant. You're actually taking the probiotic. Now, is it a probiotic or a postbiotic? Now, it's a pro. It's a pro. It is. Okay. It's a a symphony of probiotics. I've taken one, um, and it's called Thane Biotic. We call it in my house, we call it the poop biotic. Oh, this is a company that was doing, um, I don't even know what you would call, you know, they, they were (laughs) distributing the poop for fecal transplants and COVID shut them down. Okay. And what they ended up doing is they clean the poop and it's, you know, it doesn't look like poop or smell like poop, but we we do call it poop pills. Same concept. They they mm-hmm. refer to it as a postbiotic, um, but yeah. it's that fecal. It's the goodies in the fecal matter. Yeah. Um, see, so not check where out. I thought we were going today. I'm going to oh, totally. Oh, it check always it out. ends up at the gut. <laughs> it's always, and I always talk about poop. It is always. I know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You it's can't. Important. You can't do. You can't stack any of this other stuff on top till you're pooping well. I mean, right. it really is your number one goal. Yeah. So okay. So let me show you and talk about the Femi Wave. So the uh, I'm sorry about the vagina device. This is your at home device. That's really good. It's a. Uh, it's at it's at vaginadevice.com. It's called a V Fit, and it's an FDA class two vaginal rejuvenation device that has three modes that work simultaneously and synergistically. Red light. Photobiomodulation up inside the vagina. Such a biohacker. I know. And um, warmth. It feels so good, the warmth. And toning. Uh, it has a vibration for Kegel toning. So what it does is it tightens, tones, helps with incontinence. It remodels the glycogen in the vagina so that it's wonderful. There's no smell if you have a little smell, but it's not that vaginosis, you know, and you're like, mm, it makes it, you smell like nothing. Um, it's just, this is, this is my personal experience of it, right? They market it as an incontinence device because it's very difficult to market rejuvenation devices. So, I love this of, of an at home. Uh, you know, there's a, a device we use in the clinic treatments. This is more of like an at home. This is an at home device. Right. And so I don't recommend that women go get lasered or RF devices or things no. like that because they're too damaging for 90% of women. You start with an at home device like this vagina device, or you can, and you can layer on the Femi wave. And Femi wave is the female version of Gaines wave. Gaines wave yeah. is what is like the gold standard for guys who want to reverse atrophy, reverse ED, knock the plaque off the arteries, stimulate new nerves and tissue growth. Um, and that's what FemiWave does. And it's administered on the vulva. And the thing that I like about it in combination with the vagina device is that what the FemiWave does, you go in for six treatments. And I love it. I have never been more lubricated since getting FemiWave. And I'm constantly chasing incontinence. And it really helps me with that. I have the urge incontinence where I get into my garage, I get out of my car, I'm trying to get the <laughs> and key your in bladder my knows your home. And I gotta pee so bad. And <laughs> yeah. I gotta take my shoes off because I got white carpet and I'm gonna pee my pants. I hate that. So the Femi wave is what I do to keep that at bay. And it's put on your vulva. So it's put on your labia, your mons, your clitoral structure, your perineal structure. So it helps with not only your 
inco- not only the incontinence and the loss of lubrication and the laxity, but it also helps beef up your clitoral erectile tissue again, reversing the atrophy of that. And the only thing out there that plumps the labia back up because they get saggy as you get old and they look like man's balls down there. So it's really nice to get all that tissue (laughs) plumped up. Joan Rivers says she looked down and she's like, oh my God, it looks like fuzzy fuzzy rabbit bunny slippers down there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get any fuzzy bunny slippers down there. I'm going to keep everything nice and rejuvenated. And then if you're going to get FemiWave, it's most likely that your FemiWave, and it's a FemiWave.com, it's most likely that your practitioner also does the PRP into the clitoral and urethral structures. So if you have any problem with achieving orgasm, if you have any problem with incontinence, if you've got any kind of tears, episiotomies, uh, horseback riding, bicycle injuries, things like that, um, getting the PRP into all those hurdy places and those places that are atrophying will really accelerate the benefits of the Femi wave and take it even to the next level. So let's go over it. It goes from budget. Super down and yes. dirty is take your flow or whatever nitric oxide supplement you want. Next would be get your vagina device for at-home rejuvenation. Next would be add your Femi Wave, which if you could only do one thing, it to me, it would be Magic. Femi Wave. Yeah. If you can afford it, go can. straight to that. And then you don't have to do the vagina device. But if you can't, do the vagina device. And then cherry on top is your O-Shot. And if you get an O-Shot and you're like, I didn't notice anything then you need another one yes. because I've heard you talk about this, so which I love. desiccated. Yeah. Yep. It's like PRP freaking works. It, it does. It grows your hair. It fixes your skin. It yep. fixes your joints. It fixes your vulva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true rejuvenation. I mean, that's it what it is, is, it is true is. rejuvenation. I love that. So do you think somebody listening who, you know, is still struggling with energy, but working on the things, you know, starting with adding nitric oxide into their supplement regimen is, it sounds like you think will be noticeable. Oh yeah. It's fundamental. Yeah. And give it to your husband too. Yes. And they love it. Guys love it. Take two capsules before bed. If you can take two capsules before lovemaking, if you can take and take it whenever you want. It's one of those things like a probiotic. You can, you can kind of pop it in whenever you can. It's just going to replace and top up. your. I take two twice a day. I mean, I'm not messing around. Like it's just in my, it's in my stack. Yes. Uh, For heart health and for, you know, all the good thing again. And and that's what people don't seem to realize. Blood pressure is, you know, any kind of sexual dysfunction is usually an early sign of cardiovascular stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. And And if you have insulin dysregulation, you were also having nerve damage because when you have vascular issues, you're not getting the nerves enervated. You're not getting the blood supply to the nerves. And then when you have insulin dysregulation of any kind, your, uh, your essentially your nerves don't operate right. The inflammation wrecks your nerve sensitivity. So you lose feeling. Um, so if you have like edema, if you're, if your ankles swell, if you're, if you have tingling, numbness, these are both signs of vascular and neuro- neurologic uh, issues. 
And we tend, people tend to, we all normalize uh, what's going on. These, this is, these are signs that we need to address. Exactly. Underlying issues, um, which I love. Oh my gosh. I definitely want to have you come back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we have Anytime. So much more to, so much more to talk about. Um, yeah. I always ask. I think I know what you're going to say, but it's an opportunity to say whatever you want. Okay. Um, I love to have you give listeners, you know, one step that they can take today to yeah. start to move the needle in the right direction. Yeah, I'm going to give you something that's a real wild card. Awesome, I love it. I have um, something new that I've recently created because we've been talking about the health side of things. But in all right. honesty, one of the things that happens is that we we end up doing the same o's, same o's in our sex life. Yes. And that gets boring. And remember when I mentioned earlier, one of the things I should do when I come back is we should talk more about orgasmic cross-training. We should talk about the toys that I recommend, why I recommend them, how to do it, the different types of female pleasure, the different types of male pleasure. I think that people don't even understand that they're working in a chocolate vanilla world when it's sparkle rainbow territory. Right. So one of the things I like to do is basically be aspirational. I like to give people ideas of how to expand their pleasure. Because the more that you're confident and you know what you're going for, the more I give you the ideas, the more you were like, oh, that's a good idea. I could do that, right? You don't know yeah. where to go. And then I give you the idea and you're like, oh, that was awesome. So I want to give you something called my sex life bucket list. It's at sexlifebucketlist.com. And it is 48 erotic play dates that you can do. And you do not need a partner for many, many, many of them. So even if you're a solo flyer right now, your sex life is your sex life and it's part of your personal growth. And so you can continue to do these things too. You go to Sex Life Bucket List and you get two things for me. It's free. The first one is a personalized sex life plan. It's an eight-page printout, which, by the way, has all the toys I recommend for orgasmic cross-training on the last page. It has all kinds of links to all the devices and things I've talked about. That's all there as a resource, too. But what I like about this is it essentially, let's just say you do have a partner. You can do this on solo, but if you have a partner, you get you print out the download twice. Give your partner one and you have one. And it comes with a video where I walk you through each one of 48 erotic play dates and you mark them A, B, or C. A is, oh, this is definitely going on my bucket list. (laughs) We talked about doing that. We never did it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. B is, well, it's not the thing I'd go on my bucket list, but if my partner wanted to do it, I would totally do it with them. It might be their bucket list. And C's are, it's not for me right now. Never say never. Right. And by the way, nothing on this list is going to make you guys go, ew. There's a <laughs> lot of stuff out there with a lot of freaky things on it. Yeah. My brand of sex, if you will, if sex could have a brand, is heart connected. Love it. Conscious. Like we're awake, we're aware, we're conversational, we're not hiding, we're not pretending it's not happening. We're we're present with each other. Passionate. It feels good. We're playing off each other. It's loving. It's like we're turning each other on, just being together. Love making. Heart connected, conscious, passionate love making. That's my brand. So the things on this 48 erotic play dates are sweet. 
sexy, sassy, spicy, darling, wonderful things. And when you come up with your A-list and your partner comes up with their A-list, then you kind of merge them. And instead of having, oh God, we should be having sex. Oh, I know he wants me to have (laughs) sex with them. You go, you move into, we're not having sex. AKA the goal is intercourse and we're just going to go there too fast and one more brick in my wall kind of thing. It's, oh, now we're doing play dates. And so now you have erotic play dates and I'll give you, I've done a play date with my husband this week and I'm doing another one. The play date I did with him the other, not last night, but the night, last night we had to watch White Lotus. The night before, (laughs) (laughs) the night before. So wait a um, minute, you're not always having sex all the time? No, 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 no. You know, sometimes every, I just every get to rest. Not a play date. No. But um, the other night, we used this new tool called the Handy. It's a a sleeve that goes over his penis, and this little device slides the sleeve up and down. And so we were literally lying there, and he was he had it on, and he was messing with the buttons, trying to figure out how to make it work and and like pushing all the buttons and it wasn't working. And I'm like, hang on. And I get my phone out and I turn on the, the flashlight and I'm shining the flashlight. I we're, we're just laughing and laughing because we're trying this toy and I've got the light on, you know, and it's just like, we're such nerds. And we just had a really good time doing it. It was a really fun experience. Tomorrow night fun. or tonight, I whenever we get to it, I'm trying a new product called the Booty Femme, which is a tiny little insertion into your rectum, a little, what are called butt plugs, um, that's woman-sized from Fun Factory. It's, um, it, you can put it in while you have intercourse. It doesn't get in the way and it's petite. It's diminutive. And I've, I'm not a big kind of back or play gal. I've done it. it. But I always lean toward kissing, oral pleasuring, intercourse, things like that. That's just kind of my my thing. I like lingerie photo shoots. I like trying new That's toys. <laughs> I like those kinds of things. And so those are all, of course, on here. But uh, we're going to try the booty femme. And I'm looking forward to it. And so is my husband. So we're always trying new things. And this is uh, what we do is erotic play dates because I don't like sex dates. I mean, I just feel like, okay, but I'm not even turned on. Right. But I have to, because I said I would or. Yeah. I I don't like that. I want to highlight because, you know, I would say on the one hand, you, you take sex and intimacy seriously, (laughs) but I love, I want to highlight, because I talk about it with, with healing period is the importance of fun. And so I just want to highlight how you're saying, you know, like, you were laughing, you were having fun. And that's sexy, even if the gadget isn't doing what it's supposed to, or you're in it together. That's that that partnership piece. That's the new relationship energy that you can have any time in your sex life when you try new things together. That's why having erotic playdates is better than having sex. And that's why I made the sex life bucket list because it's not enough to learn techniques. You need the good ideas for fun things to do together. And that's sure. what I created. And then that's a, that's an on-ramp to all kinds of techniques. So now, now you've got access to, okay, I could learn this from her. I could learn this from her, or I'll just do this stuff that's free. I just want to meet you where you are. And this is a way I can do it is just give you the ideas and let you find what your path is to your greater pleasure. That's my goal. 
Amazing. And what a, what an incredible gift. I want to, I know we're <laughs> at time, but I want to circle yeah. back also to okay, what you sure. said, your, your brand, you know, yeah. if you had a brand, which you do, yeah. um, of sex it is yeah. we're, you know, we're talking about, like you said, this, this is for people flying solo. This is for people in a partnership. It doesn't yeah. matter. When I think of the, the words that you said, heart connected, yeah. conscious, yeah. present, love making, yeah. Yeah. Well, even somebody who is flying solo, yeah. I mean, those are all beautiful healing things that we need to work on. Yes. And what a fun way to do it. Um, so I just, I want to, because I, I know that there is a, a variety out there in listeners. Yeah. And I was somebody who was, I was, I didn't date for over 15 years. Oh, I wow. was, when I was sick, I was, I kind of retreated. Yeah. And then I was working on myself. I was working on my health. I was working on, and and so that's why when I say it's never too late, like as I'm talking from personal experience, um, you know, I have the most magical relationship beyond anything I've ever imagined Mm -hmm. and, and fun, so much fun. Um, So it is really never too late. It doesn't matter. And that's starting on working with you, you know, working on yourself, loving yourself is the best starting point. It sure is. You said it on air. We're going to have you back because I really, I want to talk about, you know, the, the toys and the, and the cross training Um, and, you know, let let listeners start with this incredible gift. Yeah. And they'll be ready to take it to the next level for the next that interview. So great. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. And if you do the sex life bucket list with your man, yes. I would love to know what's on your sex life bucket list. It's always interesting for me to get the feedback. If you're a listener and you're doing it, you'll be on my email list if you opt in for the sex life bucket list. And if you reply to any email I send you, it goes personally to my inbox and it's private. So the way that I got to be as good as I am is that people trust me with their most personal questions. And I just want to let you know that I am here for you. If there was anything I said you didn't understand, I've got tons of assets to point you in the right direction. So I really am here for you. My passion is passion. My passion is your passion. So uh, hit me up anytime. And Julie, thanks for having me. And I'll definitely come back. And um, I really appreciate how much fun it was. And yay for the gluten be gone. And the poops... Rainbow poops. <laughs> Rainbow poops. <laughs> we all have new new aspirations now. <laughs> I love it. Susan, thank you so, so much. <laughs> For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time. I hope we surprised you a little bit. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guests. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.